welcome to a killer cross page. Uh, as like I said, discussed in the other episode, you know, this kind of it's kind of doing like a, an act of well, a series, but like an act of investigation type thing, like telling the story through different episodes, not just focusing on it once. I know some people like the uh, podcasts that do that, where they focus just on one case and do do a series on it, and it's like they're actively investigating it. So that's kind of what we're going here with this. Like I said, I don't know if we'll continue it or do it with other cases. So, uh, like I said, this one's going to be talking about her disappearance. And like I said, last episode we talked about her early life. And this episode we'll be discussing about her disappearance. But we left off about her dropping out of college classes. Well, the the, uh, class she dropped out was just days before she disappeared. This was on September 29th, and two days later she would never be seen again. Okay, her family would see her on the 29th, from my understanding. It was stated she acted like nothing was going on, and there didn't seem to be any reason for concern. And do you think that her and her family talked about drop, like her dropping out of classes? Do you think that was like brought up? But with her, with them saying that she didn't act like nothing was going on, like that, like you would think they would question, be like, hey, if she's like, hey, I dropped out of my last class. Yeah, she'd be like, wow. Yeah. So, so yeah, I could see they might not have, they might have, like, I'm not sure of the details of that. But her husband would call them in early October to tell them she had left him. Uh, his story would be she had taken him to work on October 1st, 1993 in their uh, 1993 white Dodge Daytona. And he claimed she never showed up to pick him up, so he ended up getting another ride home. And she would not be home, and the car was gone, and he had no clue where she went. Her family would do some investigating, but not turn up any information where she was at. And it gets a little weird and confusing here because it says in one article that she wasn't declared missing until October 27th when her husband filed for divorce. And the divorce would be finalized on February 14th, 1994. And one article I read, she didn't, he didn't file for her missing, but just filed for divorce. But another source said she wasn't reported missing until September 12th, 1994. That was when the family would file a missing persons report. And this is the case, and they may have Wonder if she went on vacation and something, you know, something expected her to show up and expected her to show up eventually. Sorry, I got a little tongue tied there. But from my understanding from a video I watched, that's kind of like their thing. Because, so you're looking at, she disappeared in September. So almost a year later, well, she disappears in October, I mean. And almost a year later, they reported her missing. But I think, if I remember correctly, they were kind of thinking like she might have left and went. For a whole year, though. Yeah, well, where she's an adult and stuff. For a whole year without contact, but they still anybody. thought they still thought it was weird. But it's weird that he filed for divorce pretty well quickly right after. Even though well, we don't file what, until February. if what he's saying is true, and she did leave him, I mean, he probably <coughs> thought, me. well, guess she's not coming back. Let's yeah. divorce her. But anyways, whenever it was filed, the police would question Norman, and his story was she dropped him off at work, never picked him up. He claimed the coworker drove him home. Like I said earlier. But he never gave the name of a worker. He would also claim she had called him later on from an unknown location that was not in West Virginia. And he claimed she told him she wasn't coming back. I'm not exactly sure when Norman gave these claims, whether it be before the police questioned him or after they did. But for how it seems... switching it up. Yeah, he told the story to the family and then maybe to the police once they questioned him. It's just the confusion of when she was actually reported missing. From my understanding, September 94 
one she's reported missing. How are you gonna let somebody be missing for a whole year though? Well, it, well, some cops won't even look at because she's an adult, and they'd be like, "Well, she might have ran away and just don't want to be seen." Well, after, I think it's after so many days. I think they are. So if you report it, they're supposed to. Open it's a missing like, it's like a thing. Like twenty-four hours, forty-eight it. hours, but still with an adult, they just look as it. They left. Well, that they're shouldn't adults. matter. Because it don't matter. Yes, it does. Because they have other things they care about. Yes, it does. Because guess what? She never came back and she's never been found. That's their fault. Because yeah, this is from they the didn't 90s, so. look into it. But another weird incident, you know, the car was gone, but it would reappear in the U.S. Uh, UPS parking lot a month later. And he would sell it roughly a month later. Well, so basically, I don't know if he sold it right after it was found or just roughly a month later after it was found. And it was stated the keys were over the sun visor and nobody around. So he said the car was gone when you know he got home. And then it appears in the parking lot of where he worked at. If yeah. I was running away, I wouldn't take the vehicle back. That's dumb. So, yeah, I don't understand that. Like, I'm assuming because the way I understood it, like, the car showed up not too long after he filed for divorce. Now, he's lying. That's that's what that kind of boils down to. Because if she really was leaving and never coming back, why would she come back to bring the truck back? That was a little. That was a white car. If she called and said, "Hey, I'm leaving you. I ain't never coming back." Then file for. Then he files for divorce. And then she's like, "Oh, you can have this." Because you're looking at what? A little over three weeks. Sure. And he filed for the divorce. Yeah. Twenty seven. Then leaving the parking lot where he worked at. I wouldn't say I'm never coming back, and then be like, "Oh, but I will bring your car back." But with back. him saying that she called eventually later on, said she's in an unknown location. Like, that's, you know, another thing that's kind of, like, iffy. I don't know about this. Yes. Yeah, it's interesting. But uh, that is all for this episode, and we'll discuss more in the next.